one of my um one of my colleagues I like made a mistake at work and I was like I'm sorry like I can't be perfect and she was like you're damn close and I was like oh my god girl oh my god I was like you gonna do something to me okay I was like you know, I'm going to put that in my pocket for later. So when I feel mm-hmm. sad, I'm like, she mm-hmm. said it was really cool. Oh, I write that stuff down in my notes app. Uh, <laughs> that is a brilliant idea. And I will start doing that. Uh, and let me tell you, that's just life living with depression. <laughs> Sometimes know, right? you got to know, I'm going to need this later. You just got to know. And like, just, and for anybody out there, if you have depressed or anxious friends, and you think a nice thought about them while they're there, just tell them. Just tell them. It don't cost you nothing. Say it all up. And when they're sad later, they'll remember it mm-hmm. and be less sad. So. <laughs> this has been Depression Corner with Hannah and Amanda. Yeah. <laughs> right, Dee Dee. Welcome to Disastrous. I'm Amanda. I'm Hannah. And how would you describe our podcast, Hannah? Sure. Well, you know, I would describe the podcast as it's the moment when uh, your knees are weak, your palms are sweaty, there's vomit on your sweater already, and it's your mom's (laughs) spaghetti. Um, (laughs) Spaghetti vomit. And it's when you find yourself in that moment. Yeah. But in history. Exactly. In history. And uh, you might get a couple laughs along the way. You Mm -hmm. might learn something. So that's what we're here for. We're doing God's work. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) If that's your thing. You're welcome, God. (laughs) (laughs) For being your disciple. What is it? It's like... um. Prophets? Some, like when you, maybe prophet, mouthpiece? I don't know. (laughs) Mouthpiece always sounds so dirty to me. (laughs) I don't know why. I'm like, ooh, mouthpiece. Sounds like something that's been licked a lot. But, um, yes. It's a dental dam. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So anyway, on that note. Moving on. We don't think we are um, prophets, but that's some culty shit, and you should look into that. Yeah. But I have another story for you today. Yes. And at the top, I just want to mention that there is a certain heartbreak that comes (gasps) along with having a story in your pocket for weeks, Mm. and then you're listening to another podcast. And they're like, oh, this one fateful day at this time. And I'm like, probably not the same story. And then they proceed to tell your story a day before you're supposed to record it. And, and you know, maybe this podcast is thousands of times more listened to than yours. Oh, yeah. yeah maybe yeah. it's Maybe it's like widely known as maybe one of the most popular podcasts in the world. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe it is a mega star huge podcast that has a bunch of like spin-off podcasts and you know just crushing it out there and then little old me is just like beep 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 living my life just doing the thing and then they tell my story yeah 
Yeah. I'm not saying anybody hacked me. <laughs> it is but a good story. If they maybe have the money to do so. Yeah. <laughs> if, they, if anybody was going to, yeah. they would have the money and the power to just tap right into my phone and be like, huh, interesting. <laughs> Tell me a story. <laughs> I will absolutely tell you a story. So this is going to be a little bit different than some of you may may have heard on the uh, Mega Ultra Superstar podcast. But I am going to be covering the New York City blackout of 1977. <gasps> it's 1977, July 13th mm-hmm. in New York City. It's hot. It's hot as balls. Um, New York City is close to bankrupt. The Yankees are going on to win the pennant. There's bell bottoms, disco. You did the disco demolition. Mm-hmm. Great one. Of the 70s. Uh, Star Wars is in theaters. Nice. And Son of Sam is out in these streets. <gasps> yeah. Are you doing Son of Sam? No. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, are we going full murder podcast? Oh. Are we hard pivoting? Not, Soft not pivoting? Not, not, yeah. Like, surprise. This is a new podcast, Anna. I was so, like, ooh. Fuck, I got too Maybe excited. someday. Maybe, maybe for your birthday. So, so in a year. But, in, yes, exactly. But that's just a, a little... Little ambiance, a little mise, mise en place, mise en scène. Yeah, absolutely. Um, joie de vivre. <laughs> Creme de la I thought we were just saying French stuff. Mm. So the son of Sam is running around New York City. He has not been caught, but he is uh, murdering brunettes specifically. Mm-hmm. And uh, the city's just like super on edge. Like yeah. it's, it's not a chill time. Um, but July 13th, the Mets are playing the Cubs and in the sixth inning, they're down two to one. God, there's beer. A lot. Just so many disasters happen at baseball games. I know. Right. (laughs) Well, this is, it's going to kick off here. Okay. So the Mets are down and, you know, people are drinking booing they're like ah ref that's a bullshit call and all of a sudden the city goes black lights out lights out not just in the stadium not just in queens (gasps) the whole city all five boroughs uh i think except for staten island (laughs) but (laughs) because they're just doing their own thing they're just yeah floating off their own grid not connected to anything so it's everywhere. It's a full blackout. So what happened? Well, as people start to freak out in this blacked out stadium, the organ player starts to play Christmas tunes to Aww. keep everybody calm as they're evacuated. And quick note, there are almost no deaths. There is one mysterious death out in Queens. Oh, wow. That happened during the blackout, but that isn't this story. So Okay. Um, but, so a series of unfortunate events unfolds. Um, Con Ed, the power provider to all of New York City. Big ups. Uh, describes it as what? Our favorite thing. 
Oh, uh, unfore- unforeseeable act of God? Yes! 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 <laughs> Nailed it! Wait, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't think you can claim that when it comes to electricity. <laughs> I actually... Well... I actually don't think that counts at all. Well... I'll I'll tell you what happened and then and then we'll assess whether okay. Conad was right to pull the act of God card. Sure. So, eight thirty four p.m. A lightning strike at Buchanan South, which is a mm. substation on the Hudson River, trips two circuit breakers. Mm-hmm. Then, a second lightning strike at Indian Point, and Conad is like, "Oh shit! Okay, uh, we'll just remote start it. We can remote start it from another station." But no one's manning that station. So they can't remote start it. Like, whatever was happening, like, they needed somebody At a specific station. Right. Got it. To remote start it. And they're like, oh, nobody's nobody's working at night. Sorry, they're at the Mets game. Okay. So right now we just have, what, like, two stations down or something? Two stations down. Got it. And then 8.55... A third station at Sprainbrook in Yonkers gets mm. struck by lightning. Wow. So that's three separate lightning strikes at three separate substations. Wow. Which, oh, okay. You're kind of like, you know, Conad. Maybe act of God. Conad. Sounds a little act of God-like. That was a little harsh. I jumped the gun. A little harsh. But, but no, but you're like, you're, you're not wrong, like... It's hot. There's a lightning storm. Like, it's all of these things. Um, they could have had somebody at the station. It'd be fine. So, 9.14, Con Ed starts to dump the power load because I don't know how electricity works. But generally, like, New York City can't generate enough power to power the city from mm. within itself. So, we basically buy power from, like, New Jersey, upstate, like, Mm -hmm. we buy power. So there are three other major power lines that supplement the city's power. And they start dumping the power load. I don't know how they do it, maybe with buckets or something, (laughs) or, like, poking holes. Like, like... I'm just picturing like a, a boat that's getting flooded. It's just like, yeah. I'm literally picturing like pipes of like wires. I am too. And it's not right. Uh, I understand that. No, I know that's not right. <laughs> but it feels like accurate, right? Where they're just like, oh no, the pipe's not big enough for the for the power. <laughs> or it's like poke a little holes in it or something. The animations of like a little spark going zip, zip, zip. Yeah. and like going on a little grid you know and like getting yeah. somewhere that's what i'm like picturing. all of the animations for like any kind of science video we've ever seen yeah like that so they start to dump the power because all the other lines that supplement are overtaxed and just after 9 27 p.m the biggest generator in new york city the 990 megawatt megawatt yeah i think Ravenswood generating unit number three, also known as Big Alice. Oh, oh, <laughs> I that love that. <laughs> way too many words. So they just call it Big Alice. Oh, amazing. Shuts down. All New York City goes with it. Damn. So Damn. that is because she is dealing with more electricity than she's used to, kind of? Exactly. Got like, it. Like the, the pipes 
that normally carry it were like electrocuted and then the other supplementing pipes took on that load yeah. and then got overtaxed and then Big Ellis goes. She said, I'm tired. I need She's a smoke tired. break. She's like, I've been working hard for 30 years, okay? Just give me a break. <laughs> Just let me put my tootsies on the, to- on the dashboard. So, I don't know what that was. So the dashboard is very good. As, as soon as all of the power goes out, people start looting. Oh, of course. Immediately. Yeah. Immediately. They're like, and there are accounts of people seeing like block by block. It was just like, boof, 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 oh, like up the whoa. island, which has got to be like one of the eeriest things ever. Because I imagine if you're in those, like some of those high rises, you could absolutely see that. Yes. That's well, insane. So during, um, like these people were having dinner at the Windows of the World restaurant um, on the top of the World Trade Center. Okay. Or like one of the World Trade Towers. And they could see the whole city because like the view from up there was wild. You could see the whole city go dark and they just like stayed up there. They're like, And they're like, we got a lot of stairs in our future. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess like at the windows of the world, like the staff was like pouring champagne and they're like, everyone just <laughs> hang tight. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, because in I think it was this maybe it was the summer of 2019. Um, I was working at a hotel in Midtown and there was a blackout. Mm. I think it was only for like six hours or something like that. But like people were freaking out. Yeah. They're like, how am I going to get upstairs? I have medication up there. Like, da, 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 da. like and I was like, champagne. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, let's get people tipsy and quiet. <laughs> exactly. Like everything's like lit by candlelight. Like, of course there's like some generators, but they only power like certain parts. So it was like, this does make me think though, uh, you know, a think that may have been explored many times by smarter people in the past. New York feels like an incredibly impractical city. Oh, yeah. And it's sinking. I know. I saw that the other day and I was like, oh, Did you see that? What do I do? What do I do about this? Damn it. Damn it. I'm like, well, I live on a hill, so I should be fine for at least a few more weeks. So. So. Looting starts immediately and people are looting like indiscriminately. Like, Mm. doesn't matter what kind of store you have. You're like, I run a shoe store. Who's going to loot a shoe store? Everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to come and take your shoes. And there's this one story. So it's like, you know, grocery stores, pharmacies, which I totally get looting those. Like, I mean, looting, I, I can't legally condone it, but I get it, you know? So like, I get it. You panic. You need your shit. It's like, yeah. I'm not going to loot, but if I had to rank the order, I would, I could probably do it, you know, because you're just asking me to rank like what stores are important to me. Exactly. And what stores are like important for survival? Like you're Mm going to need food and you're going to need your medicine and whatever else. So shoe stores, pet stores. Oh, Mm, pet, pet stores. Seriously? 
had the exact same expression on my face when I read that. So there was on, um, I think it was the, the Daily News, they published a story about uh, like who I like to call the goldfish hero. So, <laughs> oh, so a guy was coming out like it clearly like just gone into this pet store. It's maybe like 1030 at night. So like the lights have been out for a while and he comes out holding a bowl of goldfish and the cop patrolling in that neighborhood was like, you there, stop. And the guy drops the bowl <gasps> no. and takes off down the street. Oh, and the, and the cop gives chase. And so he gets like halfway down the block and he's like slows down. He's like, he's like looking back. He's I like, gotta go back for him. Shit. Oh. And like goes back for the goldfish. So, the camera like zooms in on his contemplative face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, all right, fine. Fucking goldfish. So he goes back. He picks up the goldfish and there's like a nearby hubcap because it's New York in the 70s. So why wouldn't there be just a straight mm-hmm. hubcap? He fills it with water from an open fire hydrant because, again. It's New York, New York in, the in the 70s. 70s. Why isn't there an and, open fire hydrant? And we still do that in the Bronx today. Yeah. So. Yeah. So fills it with water, puts the goldfish in, and then just like leaves it on somebody's front steps. Oh, it's like leaving a baby at a I fire know. department. I was like, they're uh, goldfish, bro. They're not gonna make it. <laughs> Sorry, maybe they did. Maybe they grew up big and strong and they're still alive today. Mm, I don't know. So uh thieves stole fifty Pontiacs from a Bronx car dealership. Okay. And which is a lot of cars. That's- yeah. I'm like, I don't know what the security measures were, but none. (laughs) For some reason, when you were like, thieves stole, I pictured like one gang. (laughs) And they were like, (laughs) Smithin' and the Pontiac Boys. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, come on, lads. Everyone's got to take 10 Pontiacs. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was probably like some Fast and the Furious shit, right? Like, yeah. They're like, like, we heist cars or gone in 60 seconds or whatever it was. Yeah. Like, I don't even know. We just steal cars, man. It's just what we do. And sometimes a train and sometimes motorcycles, almost never goldfish. So they steal 50, 50 Pontiacs. Um, in Brooklyn, uh, kids were tying ropes to um, the grates that come down over the stores. Especially, yeah. I mean... Now they have like the full, like looks like a garage door yeah. that come down over them. But if you had like a gate, they just tied ropes and tied them to a car and just yanked <gasps> that shit right off. Oh, damn. Yeah. Damn. I'm like, I, I think if like, I mean, today is different because we have like the internet and our phones and stuff like that. But I'm like, oh man, I'd be so tired. I'd be like, I don't want to go. <laughs> Ripping gates off something. Does anybody have like a cold beer I could have? I'm so old. But um, yeah, again, I will say when you said that, I don't know if you said kids, but I pictured like 12 year olds, like a little little 12 year old street gang doing this. And they're like, I come on, Jimmy. (laughs) Technically, they were described as youths. Okay, yeah, I'll take but it. I feel a hundred when I say the word youths. <laughs> so I'm like, turn that riffraff down. <laughs> Jesus. 
So the looting kind of keeps going. It goes for the whole night and into the next day. People thought that like when the daylight came that they would stop, but they didn't. Yeah. And just like somewhere around like the afternoon the next day, people stopped just because they were getting tired and it was hot <laughs> and they'd been doing it. And they didn't have For a fan. A they didn't have a they fan have to go back fan. to. No, there was no like ice cold Pepsi. Mm. Nothing. So um, just these are just some stats. 550 police officers were injured in the mayhem. Uh, 4,500 looters were arrested. Oh, wow. They rounded and up quite a few. They quite a few. And you might be saying 4,500 looters arrested in one night that seems like a lot for the new york city prisons or jails yeah so they had to open up (laughs) the tombs (gasps) yeah i didn't know that there were tombs i didn't know that there was basically a prison underneath city hall oh i thought you meant like you're gonna go hang out with ulysses s grant like a modest uh What's the uh, monastery? No, no, no. What uh, is it? What are those big stone cemetery mausoleum? Yes. Nice. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I literally Sorry. was like, <laughs> they're they're like finding spare mausoleums. <laughs> <laughs> I did make it sound like that. Well, because I didn't know that there were tombs either. So they're like, oh, they put them in the tombs. And I was like, like a graveyard? No. So there is essentially a prison underneath city hall dope and dude i was like how creepy can i get a tour of that i i want to see it so bad i really do do. tours but they were putting like 10 um arrestees yeah that can't be sure into a cell meant for like one person and it's still i'm sure was totally fine Totally and cool. No tensions rose because of overcrowding. Mm-mm. And so they just had to like chill out down there, Ugh. which, you know, to be honest, it sounds like it was a lot cooler. That's like, true. Temperature wise. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'll just sit down here for a while. No problem. And so, cooler like story wise. Yeah, absolutely. Like you tell that story for years. So Andy Warhol and Kelvin Klein are partying at a block party on the Upper East Side. Iconic. Just drinking champagne in the streets. And a lot of people, you saw like a lot of people doing that too. So like a lot of people were just like, I don't know, like let's just go hang out on the fucking stairwell of whatever and just drink and hang out. And people were just kind of vibing. And in comparison to a, a blackout in 1965, which is called the good blackout mm. because there was no crime. Like almost nothing happened. People were chilling. And like, if anybody had a problem, their neighbors just helped them out. And that was it. Like, and this was a blackout in New York city in New York city in 65. I know. I'm sorry. I jet. There was no crime. There was, like, little to no, like, reported looting or break-ins or anything like that. It was just, like, kumbaya, my lord. That's creepy. People are just, people are just like, p- 
putting like cans on strings and they're like, look at her. What, what are you doing over there? You're having fun. Pass me here, Joe. That's like some Stepford Wives shit. Yeah. That's... Isn't that crazy? Ugh. People were just like, they just kind of like nestled in and they just were like, okay, I'm just going to stay in with my book, I guess, until the lights come back on. Like, what the fuck? So this is a real nightmare, though. The subway stopped running. There we go. At 930 at night, there's a bunch of people on there. And apparently, like, one savvy, um, like, MTA worker was able to get a bunch of trains that weren't going to be at a station. He was able to, like, route them in time to get a lot of them in, which is, like, absolutely amazing. Amazing. Give that guy a key to the city. Yeah. But the ones that he couldn't get in, Mm. it was 4,000 people were (gasps) stuck in the tunnels. Nightmare. Terrible. Genuinely, Hannah, a full-blown... I've had that nightmare. I've been stuck underground for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, something like that. Doesn't take long. Nope. It doesn't take long to freak the fuck out. And I'm like, well, we have to start a new society down here. So Mm -hmm. who do I have to kill first? Like, Mm -hmm. you just go there. Like, you are a rat in a cage. And you're just, like, stuck. So rescue workers went down, saved 4,000 people... Uh, Coney Island on top of the Ferris wheel. Oh. Girl. Girl. A team of police officers and civilians had to hand crank the Ferris wheel (laughs) back down because people were stuck at the top. That's very funny to me. I know. I was like, that's kind of cute. That's kind of precious. They're like, yeah. Like, can you imagine the arm power it would take to crank down (laughs) I kind of just imagine getting, like, three people to hang on one bar and just, like, pull down. Pull! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, that sounds like just a good time. We should try that. (laughs) Um, uh, This is my favorite detail, though. So filming in New York City at that exact time was um, the Superman movie. Okay. I believe it was starring Christopher Reeves. I should have looked it up. I had tons of time to do it, and then I didn't. So, they're survivor. So to watch. they're at Forty Second Street. Um, I believe it was in like the Times Building, uh, which was going to be like the Daily Planet, you yeah. know, newspaper that uh, Clark Kent works for. And as they were filming like a night scene, the cinematographer plugged in like a lamp because like. We see filming stuff in at night in New York City all the time. Like, there are big lamps that they use to yeah. do all sorts of stuff with. He plugs it into a street lamp, which I, we're plugging stuff into street lamps. Can you do that? How do you even do that? It's just got like I, an outlet. I was impressed. Like when you walk down the street, and it's like charge your phone here, free Wi-Fi spot. I didn't yeah. realize we could do it then. You could just <laughs> plug that shit right into the base. I don't know if we can anymore, but you definitely could back then. So he plugs in the the light into the street lamp and <laughs> darkness. Oh. oh. He must have been like, shit. <laughs> Dude, I would be shitting my pants like that. <laughs> it was the funniest thing to me. He'd be like, oh, oh, no. He was like, oh, God. 
I oh, swear no. to God, we do this all the time. <laughs> I, it's never blacked out a city. Oh, God. <laughs> and Just also, the panic. Oh, my God. You know, he had some, like, PAs on set who he was like, you don't tell anyone about this. Yeah. You fucking take this to your grave, all right? Yeah. I do not need this. Like, He's like, I've been doing this for 40 years. This can't yeah. be happening to me. Not today, motherfucker. Not today. Yeah. So um, another quick little story. Um, a burlesque theater called X Calcutta, where dancers are doing their thing, getting their bag, just vibing out. Yeah. Oh, they got a little song and dance and you know, little tassels on, whatever. I would go to that show for sure. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I would love to go to a burlesque show. The blackout happened while they were on stage with no clothes. And they couldn't really find their way back to, like, the dressing rooms because it was, like, oh, no, pitch black. So um, patrons were giving them coats? their clothes, like Aww. their coats and their clothes and stuff. And I was like, Oh, that's just like I mean that's adorable that's can you imagine beautiful being like on stage doing your thing you're like Nikki 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 and then it's just like dark and cold and you're like fuck I am vulnerable as hell right now I I, I feel from that empowered to vulnerable real quick I feel that but then I also think there would be a moment where I'd be like I have the world's most powerful tits <laughs> You put that on your resume. You're like, my, these tits cause blackouts. My tits contain <laughs> the force of electricity. <laughs> the city can't handle my tits. You're like, lightning strike? <laughs> Likely no. story. No. Nope. It's these knockers right here, baby. <laughs> we should be charging more. So. Um, there were also like... Like, hospitals, I think, back then didn't have, like, the mandatory generators that they are required to have now. They were performing operations out on the sidewalk with, like... Oh, my God. Under, like, lamps. Um, Oh, my God. Yeah. And then, um, you know, there was a hospital... Or there was a doctor performing a C-section, and uh, doctors and nurses had to, like, people on, like, ventilators... They had to start like hand <gasps> pumping. Oh, wow. I know. Those are fucking heroes. Yeah, for sure. honestly, jeez. I know. And you're like, I've been pumping this guy for like 90 minutes. Can yeah, someone take over? You like, gotta have a rotation when that you happens. You got to. Like, I is there a plan for this? I don't even know. But all in all, sixteen hundred and wait, hang on. 1,616 stores were looted. Cool. 1,037 fires. Wow. And like the numbers kind of fluctuate on the arrests, but um, almost 4,500 arrests. Uh, The largest mass arrest in the city's history. And the congressional study estimated that the the cost of damages amounted to a little over $300 million in 1977 dollars, which is $1.47 today. Ooh. So, Were the fires just from people, like, looting and, like, being yes. little shits? 
Yeah. Okay. Just be a little shits. Um, very a la like L.A. riots. Yeah. Kind of thing. Like let's just Burn make it. a scene. Yeah. Let's just cause <laughs> some havoc. Why not? A terrible, <laughs> terrible oversimplification of the L.A. riots. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, these uh, fires were were more like let's just fuck shit up. We, yeah, we, why not? What's gonna we, happen? Yeah. So, um, basically with the fallout, um, Mayor Abraham Beam blames Con Ed and Con Ed blames Abraham God. Beam. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And God. They're like, well, this was an act of God, but also you suck too, man. <laughs> no, you suck. No, you suck. Um, but all in all, it the lights came back on uh, the next day, okay. about 25 hours after the initial... Oh, not bad. Yeah. Um, the initial out. And uh, yeah, people were kind of left to to pick up the pieces. Damn. And uh, you had to put all those shoes back in boxes and, you know, pick up all those goldfish from the streets. But, Ugh. you know, we live to fight another day as we do in New York here. So, And Big Alice is back on the town. Big Alice. <laughs> She's like, oh, my God, I haven't had a break for 25 hours since, like, I was born. <laughs> Big Atlas is like, I feel rejuvenated. <laughs> God, I needed a vacation. Next time, let's do the Poconos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so, yeah, that was the story of the 1977 New York City blackout. I loved it. I loved all those little stories we got. It felt like yeah. an anthology. <laughs> really, like, I, when I was doing the research for this, and I was like, oh, these, like, little nugget stories. Yeah. I, I'm like, this could be fun. Yeah, I loved it. We always have fun, but. All right, so uh, that'll wrap me up for today, but do you want to tell everybody where to find us and follow us? Well, sure, I could do that. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at DisastrousPod. We're on Twitter and TikTok at DisastrousLeePod with an L-Y. You can go ahead and email us at DisastrousPod at gmail.com. And make sure to uh, rate, review, subscribe, send this one to a friend. Uh, if you know anyone named Alice, you are legally and contractually obligated to send this to them. <laughs> and if you don't refer to them as Big Alice... You'll be hearing from our lawyers. Yeah. Only if they're Just... okay with it, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, probably don't make... There's this... Um, one of my coworkers, she's this teeny tiny lady, and we call her... And her name's Norma, so we call her Big Norm. And that's, like, just what we call her is Big Norm. And she's, like, you know, five to 100 pounds soaking wet. Oh. And we're like, Big Norm! Like, it's a good time. It's a good old-fashioned good time. All right. Um, yes, get get your friend's permission, but also, please let let's keep Big Alice alive and float the idea. Yeah, be like, would you be Do okay with this? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this has been disastrous. I'm Amanda, and I'm Hannah, and we love you and respect you, and we will catch you on the flippy floppy. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs>